What's up, everybody? Hello, everyone. Good morning, um, or afternoon, evening, whatever it is, time of day that you're tuning in. Again, thank you for tuning in. I thank you for listening, and I pray that you receive something uh, through our transparency. So I'm going to go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for a wonderful time to be able to um, just pour out what's in our hearts for your listeners. Father God, I pray that you use us to be um, truthful and transparent. Father God, I ask that you be glorified in this and allow us to speak um, clearly and uh, truthfully. It's in the strong and mighty name of Jesus, I do pray. Amen. So we're going to hop right into this um, <laughs> because uh, we got some wonderful, wonderful, life amazing news. That was my dog, Saint. Of course, he would bark right now. <laughs> um, he's been quiet for the last... Yep. All right. Somebody <laughs> rang the doorbell. Probably. He'll get over it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we got a wonderful life update. Our baby is a girl. It's a mini me. It's He's so excited. It's baby D. Um, <laughs> so, I, I say that it's wonderful and everything, not out of sarcasm, because if you know me, I was talking that it was a baby boy for five months uh, yeah calling her him uh with just a hundred percent certainty in my heart uh until the beginning of last week uh i was praying for a topic for this week and um I wait just... before you tell them the topic we got more life updates oh oh shoot go ahead i got a job yeah, she's actually on the clock right now. So, my phone might ring. And if the phone rings, it's my first day. So yeah. we'll all have to bear. Yeah, well, this is all this is all new. I forgot. Sorry, I didn't want to steal your thunder though. Nope, it's fine. Yeah. Um. So last week, not like that's not a big deal, because this is a huge deal. Um. She gets to work from home. That's something that she really wanted. Um, and so you see God just answering prayers like that. Oh, funny story. Okay. <laughs> because that's kind of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, last week I was praying for a topic and I really didn't, um, I didn't believe what I was hearing was coming from God. And so he was like, uh, well, what happens when your prayers aren't answered in the way that you want them to be answered? And I was like. Well, that can only be one more thing. Um, that you're trying to tell me that my my son is a daughter. Oh, <laughs> and I was not about that at all. Is that your all. only prayer? <laughs> well, no, 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 no. That that was like because I had really been praying. I mean, I've been praying for for my child for the last few months, like daily. Mm-hmm. That one, it would be a boy, and that one, it would be a healthy or one, it'd be healthy too. That it'd be a boy. Okay. And so, um, yeah, and that, that I'd really been battling that. Like, I was just like, man, it's a girl. I don't want to say it. I don't want to speak. I don't want to speak it into existence. But, yeah, so um, that's what happened um, Wednesday. And then Thursday, we go into the, the ultrasound. And uh, I I looked into the envelope when I wasn't supposed to. But it's okay because I needed to know that what I was hearing was real. Can I just say this though? Not it's not funny, but it is now a little funny. 
that we were supposed to find out, or we thought we were supposed to find out the sex of the baby on August 9th. Yeah, yeah. And we went in, and they checked the baby's heart rate, and that was it. The appointment was over. That was the most disappointing appointment. We were literally, like, holding back tears because it was like, we waited. We had the gender reveal ready. It was scheduled for two days after we had the, the appointment. And so everybody's like, oh, yeah, we're going to find out what this baby is. He's so mad. <sighs> so part of me felt like we didn't find out because we weren't prepared for that news. <laughs> and I knew that, like, in my heart of hearts, I was like, because we're not ready to hear that it's a girl. Like, that's just the truth. Because we just wanted a boy so bad. And I, honestly, I mean... It's our first child, so you know. I just felt like a healthy baby is fine, but to have a boy because we're pretty much indestructible, at least from what I know, because I'm indestructible. I just wanted a boy because we have our two nieces, you know, constantly. So it's like it'd be a change of pace. I assumed. Yeah. I don't know, and we won't find out yet. Yeah, sure. Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) So, and truth be told. Even once we find, even once we found out that it was a girl, it was still shocking news. As if there wasn't a fifty-fifty chance, right? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, for real. It's like how dare it? And you know, because we'd been praying, 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 and believing. Like, dude, if there was one thing I was believing God for, it was that I was about to, or we were about to have a son. So, yeah. Anyway. Getting back to the the topic, the title of this is um, what's the title again? Oh yeah, the title is "But What About Me?" Okay. Yeah, and a lot of times we do, um, we pray f- and we believe for these things that we we begin to expect God to do it, and it doesn't happen, and then we're extremely disappointed. Sometimes, I mean. Sometimes people even walk away from the faith because they didn't get the thing that they asked for. And it's really like I've been thinking about it so much this week because although this was not what I prayed for, this is still a wonderful blessing. Like get having a daughter is it's going to be amazing. One, because there are people who try to have babies for years and years and years and they're completely unsuccessful. And I I don't know how that feels, but I'm sure that they may have turned to religion at one point. And if they were believers, they were praying for it and and it it didn't happen. But we have this this wonderful gift and I should be rejoicing and I am rejoicing because it's still a blessing. It is still a blessing. So um, (laughs) what to do when, when it doesn't go your way? And the funny thing is, Thinking back to Jesus as as a Christian, as somebody who is supposed to be emulating Christ, following Christ, and what He's done, um, I'm taken back to the Garden of Gethsemane where He began to pray and and before He was actually taken away to be crucified. Uh, so Matthew chapter 26 verse I'm going to read verse 38 and 39. He told them, them being um, James, John, and Peter, He told them that. My soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. So we know that 
he's tough right now. This is a very difficult time for Jesus. And it says, he went on a little further and bowed his face to the ground, praying, my father, if it is possible, let this cup of suffering be taken away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Mm. And so um, there's this doesn't compare to having to to be crucified, um, to be completely separated from the Father for the first time in in history. But if Jesus can say, you know what, you know, Father, I don't really want to do this, but you know let i i I put myself aside so that you will be glorified i put my 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 will aside for your will to be done i can i should be able to accept whatever god places in front of me and there is a certain level of trust that that comes with this this type of decision it's not something that is going to be easily done in the in the beginning because you don't have that trust built up in God, but Jesus walking with God, being with God for eternity, and then walking with him for the the 30 some years that he was on the earth, he knew God, he trusted God. And so he knew that God had his absolute best for him. And that's something that we have to learn as, um, as his children. And so I was thinking the other day, or actually I was talking to my dad last night and I was like, imagine if you given me everything that I asked for when I was a kid and and even growing up, if you gave me everything that I asked for, what kind of father would you be? <laughs> and now like taking that over to God, if God gave us everything that we asked him for, what kind of God would he be? Is that not more of a, a genie aspect or? Yes. I, because I mean, I know that I've asked for some destructive stuff. I <laughs> just, I, I'm not perfect. I have, I'm built off emotion and desire. And so sometimes our emotions lead us to places where we, we think we want to be, but in reality, by the grace of God, he kept us out of these situations. He kept us away from our emotion or not away from our emotions, but away from the product of our emotions being the things that we've asked for. And it's like, okay, thank you. Like looking back, in the rear view. Yeah. Thank you for keeping me from myself. Well, what I came up with, <laughs> or not what I came up with. So um, Marquis said he wanted to talk about prayers not being answered. Well, what do you do? And I was like, well, I know what I do. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't keep me from um, trusting God. And what it's funny that he said that scripture, because I was like, you know, at the end of all of my prayers, I always say, Lord, not my will, but yours be done. And not like that. I usually say like, Lord, you know, I know that your will is better. So let your will be done, basically. And the Holy Spirit reminded me of that yesterday as I was throwing another fit about only God knows. (laughs) And, um, It's like you always say, let my will be done, but then you're mad about the outcome of 
of things. <laughs> but you're mad about my will. And I'm like, because I don't know your will. So, <laughs> so yes, I am a little bit upset because I didn't see that going the way I had planned it. Um, literally planned it in my my planner. So yep, we're getting real. Right. So I have a few scriptures for you, um, but also I'm going to let you guys into my little self-reflection from yesterday. So my first scripture is Isaiah 55, and I'll start at verse 8. And it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but I will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Which already says, you know, I got this. Everything is already working Mm -hmm. and you don't even understand how. So stop trying to figure it out. And so um, yesterday, Marquise and I were playing spades as partners. We'll get back to that later. (sighs) However, (laughs) for time's sake, what I realized was I played my hand based on what I knew about my husband, which meant that I was... Shut up. <laughs> Which meant that I was I was playing either knowing or or not knowing how he would be able to respond to my card. Mm-hmm. So as long as it was a high card for me, and which is why I'm gonna keep it short in case you don't know how to play spades, then I didn't care what he did. But if I didn't know if I had to lead and I didn't have nothing to lead with She hates leading. Uh, anyways, <laughs> in spades. In spades. Um, then I'm trying to think about what is he going to do, and so when I got, I was we lost that game. Like we played. Oh my gosh, it was so so bad, embarrassing. Yeah. However, when I got home, I realized that you know, again, I was mad at a lot of things, but spades just was the surface, right? Mm-hmm. So I had to dig deep, like, Daniel, what's really going on in your mind? Like, what's what's really up? And I realized that I am a control freak. And so I wrote, like, to myself, asking myself questions, like, am I such a control freak that I can't be still and know that you are God? Mm-hmm. Which is Psalms 46, 10. Mm-hmm. It says, be still and know that I am God. And I'm like, do I insist on being the first to know? Which means that I, I'm i not waiting on God. <laughs> Do I have to call all the shots? Which means that I'm operating in disobedience. Am I so sure of who God is that I can't wait for his response? Which ultimately means that I am in control, right? Mm-hmm. Because if I'm not waiting for you after I ask you a question and then I just do it. <laughs> no, <laughs> not waiting. So um, I looked up control freak, just a quick definition. And it says a person who feels an obsessive need to exercise control over themselves and others and to take command of any situation. Mm. 
Must I insist that my way is better? Do I believe that I have it all together? And <laughs> in this <laughs> in this season, that's really what I, I like. I just constantly just like, obviously, I just need to do this because you don't get it or you don't get it. Or yep. <laughs> I'm glad you agree. <laughs> just being honest. <laughs> um, so I woke up today just like, you know what? God, I'm not doing that no more. That's why I'm so because my prayer has been like, Lord, please forgive me for my discontentment because I understand that we're here. I understand that this is your will. I understand that um, we can't move and without waiting on you and hearing from you. Um, so. I can't I can't continue to be like, well, I don't like that and I don't want that, you mm-hmm. know, but then say, but let your will be done. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> That's crazy. That's uh, it's literally <laughs> opposite. Um, and so he really had to show me that, which because y'all, that space game, like I said, was so terrible. It was so tense. And I was just like, I'm not going out like this. Like, if it was up to me, we'd still be there until we won. We were not like that. Just we were not like. We that. had to because we didn't drive. The girls had school, so. But next time I'll drive. So that um, <laughs> that'll never happen again. But but it had to go that way because God was trying to show me something. And really, I don't put myself in situations um, for him to show me um, visually lately because I just am so um, unsatisfied. <laughs> I've just been so unsatisfied. So I kind of just, you know, stick to myself and do me. Um, constantly. And so the whole, like, it's a girl. That's when I really knew, like, I, I mean, not really, actually, pregnancy really took me out of control. You are now in the passenger seat, riding. (laughs) You are just riding. And, but I still been trying to drive from the passenger seat. Yeah. And everybody hates that. Mm -hmm. Everyone hates that. However, I, I got really good at it for a while. She thought. Until it blew up in my face with the spades game. Thank God it was just a game. Thank you, Jesus. So the rest of my life should run a little more smoothly now. Because I I decided my prayer. I'll, I'll share with you guys my prayer. Lord, please help me to back away from the reins. Guide my footsteps away from the plans that I've set for myself and others. Allow me to be guided by you, trusting in you, and leaning not on my own understanding. Sincerely, a daughter that has lost control. <laughs> That's so honest. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like him. <laughs> so um, that last part, uh, it's Proverbs 3, chapter 3, verse 5. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and depend not on your own understanding. Like Danielle talked about, um, God specializes in, in doing things in a way that we don't understand. And it it is up to us to release the desire to know and to understand um, in order to move or in order to stay still, depending on whatever it is God's telling you to do, but you don't have to understand everything. And that's something that us as humans may struggle. I mean, I, I struggle with it a lot because I mean, I, me as somebody who likes to understand, I like to know how things work, the ins and outs. But... Marquise has to see A, B, and C already written down. 
or he's not going to do it. Yeah, I mean, I just I need to know how it's going to work before I, I, I get into it. And so, like Dan That's said. That's how I got <laughs> in the driver's seat. Of a car that didn't belong to me. Yeah, <laughs> we know that's not good. That's not good. And so we've both been struggling on um, just not depending on our own understanding and really trusting God. But it's really, this was really the the oomph that we needed. It's a girl. All right, Lord, you know what? I'm still going to give my all to you. I'm still going to chase you because you're God, not because of what you've done for for me, not because you continue to answer my prayers, but because you're God, because you love me enough to give me another day. Like I'm not gonna waste my breath complaining. I'm gonna I'm gonna use my breath to give you praise and to to do this, to speak truth on the podcast so that other people can understand that it's not the end of the world when you don't answer our prayers the way that we want them answered. Now, am I still believing that God's going to give me a son? Absolutely, because Jesus does tell us to um, ask God for the desires of our heart. Like he he does tell us that he he encourages us to ask God and to seek him. But most importantly, it's it's always his will. Uh, so lastly, the scripture that I want to talk about is and really encourage me when I um when I read it it's Jeremiah 17 verse 7 it says but blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence they are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit so if we do what Proverbs 3, 5 says and and trust in the Lord, then Jeremiah tells us that we are blessed and we will be like trees planted along a riverbank. So I don't know if you are into nature much at all, but this is a beautiful description because in the desert, <laughs> in the desert, there isn't much of a source of water. But if you have a tree that's planted by the river instead of a, a a desert plant that's in the middle of the in the middle of the desert, it doesn't really flourish. It it, it looks dead. It is adapted to become like it is dead, so there's not much green. But if you're over by the river, not only are you green, but you're also producing fruit. And in the drought, in the the long, in the season that we were just in, we realized that God is our provider. Like there was no time where we were in desperate need of anything. We were always taken care of, not because our old jobs were our source, but because we realized that our source was, was God and he continued to provide for us. And we were able to still put out the podcast and be a beacon of hope for people, excuse me, for people who, who need to hear about what God's doing today. And so the word was still able to pour out of us. Life was still able to pour out of us because we were rooted in Christ instead of rooted in what we had. Exactly. I hope that makes sense. Well, I think it boils down to, we just, we have to trust that his plan is truly working out for our good, which which when laying out 
<laughs> your plan. <laughs> for instance, for instance, a question that I, or not a question, a need of mine is to know where we're going. Direction. I need the direction. And right now, God only gives us literally like what you're going to talk about on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what you two need to discuss, you know, um, um, in your relationship. What I want you to tell so-and-so the next time you see them. And that's about it. We don't get, you know, any further than that. No, we, we really don't. And so to say, Lord, let your will be done is saying that I'm going to just keep living my life according to what you've told me last. Yep. So whatever you said last is what I'm still doing. Until you say something else. Until you tell me to move again. Um, and not move location-wise. Just yeah. like move direction. on to the next thing. So nothing we can do from here yeah um just going back to what i said earlier about jesus telling us that we should ask for what is in our hearts um john chapter 14 verse 13 it says you can ask for anything in my name and i will do it so that the son can bring glory to the father yes ask me for anything in my name and i will do it so you got me lord i am i am asking for my son in the future on your timeline, not my own. <sighs> yeah. So this whole trusting, it's it is, it's a doozy because you're trusting God. And at first, it seems kind of crazy that you're putting your all in somebody that you can't see. But when you realize, you look back and look at everything that God has done for you. You can know and rest assured that He is faithful, um, not just because of His word, but because of what He's done in our lives and and the people around you, your life and the people around you. So um, God is still constantly moving and and he does so much for us so that we can tell other people and that their faith can grow in God as well. Um, so yeah, I hope that you all continue to trust God and, and take your hands off the reins like we are starting to do ourselves. Um, I, be, I wish you the best of that <laughs> because... It's first of all, you have to admit that you have a problem. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But seriously, you do have to you have to realize that um, you can't ask God to be in control and you still remain in the driver's seat. It doesn't work. I don't know if it's right, but I think that's an oxymoron. Anyway, would you like to pray us out? Yes. Lord, help us all to walk away from um, the driver's seat and allow you to seriously take the wheel and that we remain seated as you continue to direct our path and lead us where we don't know, but we will trust you and continue to go. In Jesus' name, Jesus amen. Name. Amen.